0: Well, here we go. And uh, good morning, folks. Um, Welcome. This is February the 21st, and I'm overjoyed because the talk today on our final chunk value is going to be with Evelyn Carter, with Jenny Meldrum, with Jack Roberts, and we are covering today our final value, which is to the ends of the earth, to the ends of the earth. That's a direct quote from Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where Jesus says to uh, the disciples, go to Jerusalem, wait for the promise of the Father, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And, uh, And as our final value, we just wanted to jump on a call and just have a discussion together really about witnessing for Jesus, What that means, what that looks like. We wanted to inspire everybody this morning uh, about evangelism and sharing the good news that Jesus is alive, that He loves the whole planet, and He wants to change the world. Here in Ashington, Washington, and Whiston, here in the South Downs, and to the ends of the earth. So, let's say hello to our people. How are we doing, Evelyn?
1: I'm doing well, thank you, James.
0: Evelyn, tell us your name. Where do you live? Where do you come from? And uh, why do you think you're on this call? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I'm Evelyn Carter, married to Mike, my husband. Uh, We live in Ashington. Um, We've been visiting Ashington Church for a few years and um, then last year moved down here from Staffordshire to uh, be with family and um, be part of the church to see how God was going to use us here. Um, The reason I'm on the call, I think, is because... Um, I've been part of um, a team, small team from church, visiting um, people in the community, uh, seeing how they're getting on, and uh, sharing Jesus with them.
0: Fantastic, thanks, Evelyn. Um, let's let's go to Jenny Meldrum. How are you doing, Jenny? What's your name? Where did you come My from? My name is Jenny Meldrum, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and I'm married to James Meldrum, um, and live in the village we've been at the church for hmm, four years i think about four years something like that um and i think the same as ev i'm on i'm on this chat because i've been doing um some of the door-to-door visiting um been part of a little team doing that and uh, yeah it's been amazing
0: terrific now listen last but by no means least (laughs) the ladies love him the men want to be him it's jack roberts (laughs) (laughs) jack who are you buddy where do you live what you up to where's your life going why are you on this call
3: nice um hi everyone uh i'm jack i currently live in village of shipley so about 10 minutes from ashington um currently a student youth worker with johnny who runs the Youth at Chank and work in the community uh, youth club as well with Nick uh, with the young people. I I guess I'm on this call because I'm I'm passionate about evangelism, still growing in it massively, but um passionate about evangelism, particularly with uh, young people. So uh, yeah,
0: terrific. Thank thanks so much. It, I mean, I just want to say these guys, I really appreciate them coming on. I think we're all here because we're growing, we're learning. Um, and I think our heart over the next few minutes is that everybody connecting with this this morning would just be really inspired um, uh, and, and maybe just some of the um, anxieties perhaps we all can feel about how do we share Jesus with others what's going to happen and all of that will just be demystified swept away and just we'll all be encouraged and just catch just how wonderful it is to tell people about the most wonderful person who saved our lives um so thanks guys um i'm gonna ask uh, a few questions and we're gonna um roll with that this morning so um i'm just gonna ask uh, first question um guys what have you been learning in evangelism and if you're if you're brand new to church brand new to faith um evangelism is is really the the church name for for what it means to simply tell people the good news about jesus um so i'm gonna ask all three of these guys the same question what have you been learning recently in evangelism and um jenny why don't we start with you
1: um
2: i think probably the first thing would be courage (laughs) Um, and, um, I think, I think, um, if I look back over the years, I would say that I'm, I'm quite comfortable with just chatting to strangers. Uh, you know, I've always found it quite easy to start up a conversation with people I don't know, but I've found it much more difficult to then bring the conversation around to Jesus. Um, and, um, traditionally, I would I'd probably stand chatting to someone and then in my head I'd be going, "Lord, give me an opportunity, give me an opportunity, give me an opportunity, and then I'd wait. And if they didn't say, tell me, do you believe in Jesus? I'd assume I didn't have the opportunity, and I'd leave it at that. Um, and so I think this has been quite a new thing for me, is learning how to introduce Jesus into a conversation. Um, in a really deliberate but very natural and easy way, rather than just waiting for God to kind of hand it all to me on a plate, I think He's been teaching me how to um, just draw Him into a conversation about Him and and make it not just a nice chit chat, but actually something that points to Him.
0: Terrific, thanks so much, Jen. I, I'm going to come back to you in a few moments and and just find out a bit about how how we might do that and what what you've been learning and experiencing um jack what have you been learning in evangelism uh recently
3: yeah so uh predominantly um had a few encounters with with young people and sort of guys my age so i'm telling towards that but uh, i'm also hoping this is across the age range but mostly that particularly people are hungry (laughs) uh hungry for something more and something beyond themselves um or at least with some of the encounters i've had they've been open at least to the the idea of potentially a god um and it's not actually that bad at all when you start talking to them they're actually way more hungry than you thought they would be um second thing as well is that particularly with young people i think um a lot of people a lot of young people think god is irrelevant to their lives and if he is real then he's he's distant and he's He's not interested. He's just sort of like the creator of the world. Um, Or he isn't real. Um, He's sort of the God in the clouds, um, which has been taught, you know, potentially in schools or whatever. Um, So I think when young people are introduced to, or at least what I've learned is when you've introduced Jesus to them and his power that he carries, you know, the truth that he carries, sort of like the scales fall off a little bit. Um, and it's actually, I think, for a lot of young people, it's really, really exciting because it's it's something worth living for, um, which a lot of young people are craving for.
0: Um, yeah, it's, I, I tell you what, you don't you don't see that reported in the newspapers or on the news websites, do you? I, I mean, I think that's really encouraging. Um, Evelyn, what would you add into this about what you've been learning or or reflecting on? Um, I, th-
1: I would think. Uh, one of the things I would say I've been learning is to be natural in it try and just be who you are um, be real authentic um, another thing is um, not that it actually it's easier than you anticipate it's going to be because as Jack says that there is a real openness in people at the moment to talk and um, you can bring Jesus into very um, into the natural everyday questions that you might ask of people. Just how are you doing? How are you coping during lockdown? And I, for me, I think I've realized not to be anxious about it. It's easier than you think it is.
0: Brilliant, I I think again, it it, it just quite um, runs in the opposite to the narrative we think that the world is closing itself off from God and faith and Jesus and Christianity, but again, you're talking about the openness. So, mm. guys, why don't we just earth that? Um, anyone want to share a story about uh, about this? Just to try and make this real and encourage um, anybody connecting with this today. Um, who wants to share a story? What we would call a testimony? Um, something where we've seen God moving um, through our lives in this.
3: I can totally kick us off.
0: Yeah, thanks, Jack.
3: Um, So just over lockdown, um, this lockdown and the the last one as well, um, being meeting with a a friend of mine um, who I hadn't seen in absolutely ages, like ages, hadn't seen in about 10 years. He was was an old friend of mine. And um, we somehow got back in contact. That's that's another story. But we got back in contact and um, he's he's a complete atheist. Well, actually, not a complete atheist, kind of like agnostic, which is you know the typical I thought he was an atheist and then started talking about Jesus to him and it turns out actually he's way more open than um, I thought he was um, <laughs> we were we were out for dinner it was quite funny we were out just getting like some Italian and um, it, it felt so easy to ask him because of how open he was being about his life and I, he said like what are you doing now and I, I said oh, I'm working at a church and he said, oh, cool. And then he didn't really talk about it. But then I was just like, screw this. Like, this, this guy is so open. So I just went like, yeah, man. And Jesus has, like, completely changed my life. Um, Absolutely changed my life. And for, as soon as I said that, he, he started asking tons of questions. Um, what, what that meant, Um, you know, how have you had this transformation in his life, in, in your life? And <laughs> it ended up for basically the whole two hours um on the way back coming back from this place i mean we finished quite late but we were just sitting in the car going back and forth um, there were there were a few questions a lot of questions he had but um and and at the end of it he didn't he didn't give his life to christ he didn't he didn't um he you know he didn't give his, yeah he didn't give his life over but he i i said can i pray for you at the end of it and he was like yeah of course man like go for it totally open for that um and he one of his God. he wanted him to reveal himself to him so I prayed for him and
0: that was it so good so good thanks jack what a what a great story um jenny
2: um so last week um i've been helping out at uh the storehouse which is um it's a, it's a kind of it's where people donate food basically and we're we're handing out food packages to people in need. Um, and uh, I went to deliver a bag to someone with, um, just with someone else, and we turned up at the door and on, on the door was written in a very kind of in your face notice in red, no cold callers, no this, no that, and then no religious callers. And uh, so we sort of knocked on the door and I clocked this. And anyway, the lady came to the door and we gave her her food and she was, you know, we chatted for a while. And then I was kind of thinking, oh, you know, we're having quite an open conversation here. And mm, how do I, you know, I wonder if we should offer to pray for her. And I think one of the things we found is just saying to people, can we pray a blessing over you? People, are, are re- I mean, I haven't really come across anyone that said no to that, because most people are like, well, you know, it's a blessing. I'll, yeah, I'll, take, I'll take whatever you want. So I'm wondering, do we do this? Don't we do this? And then the person I was with jumped in and said, we could just pray a blessing over you. And I was thinking, gosh, this could be nasty (laughs) with the no religious callers. Not that we call ourselves religious, but you know, and she just went, yeah, that would be really nice. And so we prayed and she got very emotional. Um, and was clearly encountering just the presence of God and the love of God. And afterwards, just said, you know, that just has made me feel so much better. Um, and I think, I think that's one of the amazing things about blessing people in that way is they then have an experience of Jesus. Mm. You know, they may not give their life to him, sign the dotted line or whatever, but they're getting you know they're experiencing the love that he has for them and I just think that that's so valuable is to be able to experience that um yeah so
0: it was amazing that's that's a great story and and, and I love I, I just feels very very like the gospels doesn't it how um Jesus doesn't relate to people say if you believe in me then you can experience my love and my power and, and my liberation um he just demonstrates and manifests the love of God and the power of God and then I you know the belief bit and the following him you know either lines up afterwards or sometimes we just don't know the rest of the story but you know what a what a joy to be to be experiencing that kind of ministry like him that's so good um Evelyn you've been part of the the doorstep visiting team knocking on doors in the community We call it kind of behind the scenes, the NSP team, none shall perish team, uh, which is from that verse in the New Testament, which is that God desires that none shall perish. Uh, The none shall perish team, because we know that God is reaching out to every human being. Um, But I know that you've got a story from something that happened um, when we knocked on someone's door. Do you want to tell us that?
1: Yes, I have. Um, Some of you will actually have heard this story, um, but... It's worth telling again, Um, we visited um, one couple in the community that were um, uh, just, again, very open to chatting with us, and um, we found out that um, the wife had actually been going to church as a child, grown up in the church, but then when she got married, um, she kind of moved away and stopped going to church and had never returned, really, so... We were just chatting about life in general, and um, we simply asked the question: Would you like to reconnect with Jesus? Would you like to, you know, know Him again and have Him part of your life? And she thought for a moment, and she said, "Yes, actually, I would." And she, so we led her into in a brief prayer of um, <clears throat> recommitting her life to Jesus and inviting Jesus to be part of her life. And we just witnessed such a beautiful um experience of of her meeting with jesus the holy spirit was resting on her in such a beautiful and sweet way and she was gently just engaging with him we would just stood there quietly and it was just a beautiful wit- thing to witness somebody just reconnecting and meeting with jesus in in that way and um she kind of just touched her heart and kind of waited for a minute afterwards and just said that was that was lovely you know that was just so so moving and um I think for a number of the people that we visited quite a number actually um a lot of them did say that they did express that they'd experienced something and very often they would they would just simply just ch- touch their heart and and just say that well I felt something then and it, it's just a beautiful thing to witness and be part of
0: yeah so yeah. good I I love that and um and you hadn't met her before you had no previous okay. relational connection
1: no yeah no, I, no. I love that but- just, it's difficult to um, express the amount of openness and willingness to chat and get involved. And some of the people that we visited, they had received a letter saying that we were going to be visiting. However, it was almost like they were waiting for the visit, and which which made them just so open and ready to chat. It was just lovely.
0: So... I think guys brilliant I mean that's so encouraging and again just the openness in this time you know which may be uh, as a result of corona it may be that we're just waking up to the fact that God is just leading us uh, to share his goodness and his love with people Um, a combination of of the two perhaps that's the good stuff Jen just tell us a crash and burn story come on on. let's just make it real this isn't this isn't marketing now. You okay? <laughs> yeah. we want to tell the the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Tell us a crash there's, of birth story.
2: have definitely been a few interesting ones, <laughs> but um, there was one moment when um, Evan, I, and another friend we were <laughs> we were in we were walking the streets of Ashington, and I I just suddenly thought, oh, I just feel like you know we need to go into this particular shop. <laughs> so so I said, oh got this little kind of niggle and I'm, uh, you know, trying to listen to that niggle and respond rather than brush it away because that's more convenient. So anyway, we went in and um, had a little chat and then I think I said something like, you know, do you know Jesus Christ personally? And the response was, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> was very much a usher show you out and please leave, wasn't it? <laughs> We left, and, we left and, and prayed outside and thought, okay, we just have to keep going. But, and, you know, you, you do have to make a decision not to feel terribly sort of like a complete failure because part of me like, is oh, I shouldn't have listened to that little voice. I should have ignored it. It was obviously a disaster. But you just don't know what might land um, with someone and whether they might think back at some point in their life and think, oh, you know, I wonder if there was something in that. So,
0: yeah. That, that's so good. And, and I know because because we went out um, a few days after that. Tell us about the chap um, who was listening to Pink Floyd and you because um, I think what's really good is, you, you know, we can all, I think, be anxious about being rejected or um, someone getting aggressive in response to us. Um, but you actually didn't take a backward step. We went out and... Um, and we we just had that really amazing, lovely chat with with that guy. Yeah. You know, um, I'm calling him the Pink Floyd man because it was booming in the background, and there's a sweet smell in the air. Um, but, <laughs> um, um, but you, um, tell us what happened when we when we spent some time with him.
2: I think the amazing thing with him was that he opened the door, and um, and Jane says, "Have you got a couple of minutes?" He said, "No, not really." But then we stayed chatting for about 20 minutes, really, wasn't it? And and it wasn't like we were standing there talking at him for 20 minutes. Um, He just kept engaging in conversation. And uh, and then we um, uh, I think we we asked if we could just listen, listen to God for him and and see if God had anything that he wanted to say to him. And so we, and he was just really open. It, it, that's just been the most amazing thing is people's openness. And he was like, yeah, okay. Um, And he kind of shut his eyes, and we both listened, and then we told him what we felt, you know, the Lord was saying, and that really kind of resonated with him. And, um, and then I think we ended with just saying, you know, would you let us pray that if Jesus is real he will reveal himself to you, because he'd done his research, you know, he'd, I think he had a background in church and had decided to, you know, it wasn't for him, and he, he had a lot of information about stuff, Um, but we said, you know, would you let us pray this, and he was like, yeah, okay, that's fine, and so, you know, that was quite an exciting prayer to pray, (laughs) someone's given you permission. (laughs) <laughs> for the lord to reveal himself and who he is him and and he was really open um and happy for us to pray that so kind of watch this space and see what happens
0: so good so good um guys what would you encourage the church in you know just taking us back to that the bible verse that underpins this value to the ends of the earth jesus is saying you will be my witnesses you know here in this place and let's think let's apply that here you'll be my witnesses here in ashington and washington and Whiston, here in west sussex you know to the ends of the earth you know what would you encourage the church in um as we just try to live this out and not keep this amazing news to ourselves but simply and naturally just live this out what, what would you guys encourage the church in hmm.
1: I think um, I think for me, I would encourage people just to get involved with other people. You know, in the village, neighbors, um, out walking on the streets. We tend to see the same people, and it's easy just to chat with people and get to know them. And and you know, just um, I think just just talk about everyday life, everyday life, everyday things in life, and not be afraid to um ask people how they're doing and you know maybe we all we've all got a story to tell you know we've all got a story in jesus and um maybe just ask the question how are you doing during covid you know and most people i have found are very quick to open up and share how they're feeling share how difficult it is and it gives um an opportunity to not to be afraid to ask the direct question do you know Jesus you know do or do you believe in Jesus and it gives it gives an opportunity to actually enable us to share something of what it's meant to us during the difficult time of lockdown having Jesus in our life you know that we we have someone we can trust you know he gives us peace and just things like that that so I, I guess for me the main thing I would say is engage with people yeah sorry the the other thing i was going to say is what i found as well is when i've been engaging with people is that i've almost been reconvicted of the lostness of all of us without jesus mm. that people are lost and um i felt that in that god is god is almost in chatting with people given me a love for them as I'm chatting with them and he's kind of almost sharing his heart for the person that you're talking to he's enabling us to feel his love and see them through his eyes and um, I think it's that that stirs you on
0: I, I was just going to ask a bit about you know what we've been discovering about God's heart and maybe just the impact on our own hearts because I think one thing in in our day and age and just generally you know we're talking about sharing the good news with people but I don't think any of us have a heart to treat people as a project or those people out there because I think what we've all been learning and discovering is something a bit different from the heart of God can we just maybe just buzz on that a little bit together
3: yeah yeah Yeah. I, I mean when when I've been out i sometimes go out on like little street men sort of project things um that's what i was going to say off the back of, with ev like just engage um engage in your culture go out in two by twos but i think as you do that as you say james like you begin it's almost like when you begin to evangelize you begin to realize the heart of god even more because you see how broken people are and that's not to that's not to speak that over them but it's just just reality um and it's it's just the fact that people are lost and actually people are grieving especially in this time as well um and it then fires you on to actually want to do it more and yeah. you, you start to grieve more for <laughs> the people the people that you love the most mm. um you, you start to grieve more and i think and that's why i just think it's really really important actually aspect of of walking with jesus because you just start to actually oh my gosh there are people out there who are in desperate desperate need <laughs> for 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 God's love for Jesus um
2: yeah so yeah I,
0: so good go on Jen you no go. I
2: just I'd, I'd agree with that and I think um you know the more that you um get up close and personal with Jesus and um, discover his incredible love, the more you want to share that with people. And, um, and I think, you know, it's not a love that we, we can keep to ourselves. Um, And so I I just, I remember years ago, someone saying, um, do you love me because you want me to become a Christian? Or do you want me to become a Christian because you love me? And actually, you know, our our love has to be um, genuine. It's not about ticking tick- boxes, oh, good, told another person about Jesus. Actually, when it's born from love, it's a, it's a whole different thing because there's no striving involved. It's, it's just the overflow of Jesus living mm. within you. Mm. Um, and that's what makes it the most incredible thing because you're just introducing you know, the most amazing person to, to people, your best friend, and who wouldn't want to hear about a friend like Jesus?
0: um so yeah I think love is the key so good um, now now Jen you've got a bible verse in a minute but I, I just wanted to build on that because I sometimes I sometimes think that we could also potentially hear that and think okay Lord I'm never going to do this until you've changed my heart and it goes from yeah. being a cold heart to a heart of love and and I think I think definitely I would say what we've all been learning is as you go as you step out as we share him it's almost like he downloads his love there and then you know so so we've come back you know on on well like every time from knocking on people's doors and and we've been saying this is highly addictive (laughs) but it's not highly addictive because it's made us feel powerful or because we've ticked a box, it's highly addictive because you're like, oh, my goodness, I just love these people so yes. much. Yes. I suddenly, I've never met them before in my life, but I love them like a brother or a sister. Mm-hmm. And I've caught God's heart just mm-hmm. reaching out, aching, you know, for each mm-hmm. and every one of them. And I realize how precious they are and they're made in his image. And I just want them to know the fullness of how he's made them and come to <laughs> come to know him because he loves them so much. So does that, yeah. Anyway, Jen, you've got a Bible verse. Do you want to? Do you want to share that?
2: Um, this is a talk, yeah. all
0: guys, and we better make sure that the church gets <laughs> a Bible this morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just in one John um, chapter four, and says, "Delightfully loved ones, if he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life." And I just I read that, and I thought that really kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Just how because of his love for us how extraordinary it is and that loving one another then just should be a normal part of our everyday life how we live and just not comparing I think that's the other thing is don't compare yourself to someone else because actually if 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 this is done because we love Jesus and his love is flowing through us then you know that's the best way to do it if you start looking at other people and go oh well, they've knocked on 42 doors and I've never spoken to anyone even in a shop and you know all that does is is um finish you off completely never do anything
0: so so good um i i think that not comparing ourselves to one another I i think that's a massive massive key to um just walking in the freedom that jesus christ has won for all of us um becoming who god has made us to be um is yeah, that's really important uh, evelyn jack anything you just want to contribute and then i've got one one more question for you all just on the just, church
3: yeah i think it was just like i think it was slightly mentioned at the start but just your story your story's powerful and um experience story i think always trumps trumps answers to, yes. to difficult questions so if If you're feeling intimidated by um, questions that might, uh, might pop up. I mean, even in the testimony earlier that I shared, you know, my mates asking me these questions, which I got no idea the answers to um, or haven't thought about before, but he was still impacted by my story and what I'd shared that he was still interested and I just said to him, Oh mate, that's a great, great question. Let me get back to you on that. um, And we can discuss it further. I don't actually know the answer but this is what i'm telling you's happened in my life um so yeah ex- experience always wins i think
1: mm. yeah
0: evelyn anything to add brilliant jack
1: i think uh i think the only thing i would would say is that um when i first went out i went out with um some trepidation and obviously nervousness because it's many years since i've done anything like this um but as i said earlier don't let anxiety and fear stop us because i do believe that we are in an opportune moment you know because of all that's going on there is a restlessness and um one just even as i'm talking now a scripture that came to mind was when jesus was walking the earth and ministering and preaching the the kingdom come um in in the in one of the gospels i think it is he says um he looked out on the crowds and saw that they were um, harassed and, you know, um, fearless or fearful, you know, and it was like a shepherd, like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And I think we do see that today. We see that people are harassed, you know, and don't know where to turn to kind of thing. And they are like a shepherd, a sheep without shepherd. And I just feel it's an amazing opportunity just to... Um, just to share our story. Just to share Jesus. Yeah. Just be natural in it, you know. Don't nothing forced. Just be natural and um, and um, authentic in it. Be real about it.
0: So good, uh, mm. so good. Uh, and uh, and I think it's no wonder when I I think now in the online world, you know, with the whole world polarized and divided with truth you know being under fire from all sides it's no wonder the, the confusion um and then you add a pandemic on top of that and um so so folks i'm, I'm going to ask you one more question in in a moment i just want to say um on tuesday night the 23rd louise and i are going to be doing a live stream just talking a bit about march and april uh and easter and we're going to be doing a few things as a church centrally. Um, about sharing Jesus. So we're going to be doing um, a short course called Discovering God During COVID online. Um, and we'll talk a bit about that on Tuesday. We're going to have a gospel week just before Easter. Um, so we're going to tell you a bit more, more about that on, on um, Tuesday night. Uh, so look out for that. Um, and, and And all of that, those things kind of centrally helping us as a church do this But guys, I think we've all got a heart to go um, in another direction as well, because the central things that are really important um, that we want to encourage one another to access and to invite neighbors and colleagues and all of that stuff into. um, But actually, what would this look like if we caught this for our everyday lives? I'm talking about we've just been living through lockdown three. You know, it feels like we don't see anybody, but we do see DPD drivers, don't we, Jen? Yeah. You maybe tell us about that in a minute. <laughs> we are still connected with people through WhatsApp. We still see our neighbours. We still see those walking around, as Evelyn's been sharing about. What would it be like, and what would this do to us as a church if actually hundreds of us, in our daily occupations, in our daily lives, What if we just caught the joy and thrill and ease of just sharing Jesus all day, every day, wherever we go, whoever we meet, what would that, what would that be like guys? And what would, what impact would that have on us as a church?
3: I think, uh, should I kick us off?
0: Yeah. Go my man.
3: Awesome. Um, I was thinking about this over the last few days, (laughs) uh, reflecting on it as well. Um, I think it just looks like an like an absolute diverse amount of people in coming to the church. Um, you know, broken people. You know, it could be homeless people, wealthy people. You know, people struggling with. You know, a people struggling with b whatever. It it looks like the the whole spectrum of kind of humanity. Like if we're on fire every single day coming into the church. Um, and as I was reflecting on that, it's just it. it the question I had to keep asking myself was like, am I, am I ready for that? So am I, am I ready for, you know, someone who, who might be really uh, wanting attention all the time and, you know, really, really broken, maybe he's got like a broken family background. So the the person's, I don't know, really, yeah, really wanting attention. Um, And, but she's just met Jesus and so she's come to the church and, you know, we're, we're with her and, all amazing would my heart be ready to welcome her in and it almost be a different you know the last three years since i've been here you know churches you know it's been the same kind of people we've had growth but it's been the same kind of people maybe all come from christian backgrounds i think when we then go into evangelism day by day you've got people who haven't known god at all um, now suddenly in church and so it looks (laughs) a bit more messy but also really yeah. fun. Um, and yeah, so deep healing, but um, lots of broken people coming into the church and just whether we're ready, ready for that next, except next in our own hearts.
0: So good. So good. I'm going to come back to that, um, that question. Are we ready in a minute, Jack? Um, Evelyn, Jen?
2: I think I just agree. I, I imagine church will look extremely messy. Um, gloriously messy um, and, uh, and, and I think also, you know, it, it's, it will become a place where um, people come in um, probably who, who don't know very much about Jesus and the Bible and the things that we teach and um, the values that we carry and so it, it will be a place where people will get really transformed um, and encounter him and learn about him. Um, but I guess also that that church will become more of a, um, a, a an all play, <laughs> i probably call it, you know, where the whole family is going to be required to be family to people coming in, um, because if, if there are going to be a lot of people walking through the door, we're all going to have to um, welcome them and love them as as part of the family, and mm-hmm. it's. it's going to be a place where you can just turn up on a Sunday sit quietly have a nice bit of worship jolly nice talk go home to Sunday roast
1: <laughs> it's yeah. going to look
2: very different I think welcoming people into our homes and our lives and um, just extending the, the family beyond the Sunday service
0: uh, now I, I just want to say a couple of a couple of things there the first is we are perfectly positioned for that aren't we you know, we've we've literally, as a church, got every decade represented. You know, so for young people looking for grandparents, spiritual spiritual grandparent figures, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got we've got middle aged folks with loads of experience. You know, who can who can just handle that. We've got young guys you know um just on fire and loving jesus re- ready to so i i just think that's really exciting we're perfectly positioned for that to use the whole body of christ with our different gifts and ages and stages um to to do this um but also let let's just let's just be real about what you just said Jen. we love we love a nice comfortable <laughs> church don't we yeah have a jolly good talk and it's all done and dusted by lunchtime. And then I've got Sunday afternoon to do what I want and go for a lovely walk and then get ready for the week. Don't we? But, you know, I aren't we just, aren't we just, I think, probably desperate not to stay in that place of comfort, to dethrone comfort, you know, having a nice Christian life with with barely any disruption or barely any disruption not on my terms and actually to be part of God's kingdom and to see broke the brokenhearted bound up and those who are spiritually blind and maybe physically blind having their eyes opened Mm -hmm. and just a wonderful just glow of God's kingdom just impacting people's lives you know we're up for that aren't we (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's
0: dethrone comfort let's dethrone comfort let's never be found as a comfortable church um evelyn what did you want to add what would that do what would that do to us what would we what do we imagine the impact of this having
1: um i agree with what jenny and jack have been saying really obviously would be um a lot busier there'd be a lot more people around um so it might not be as comfortable. We might have to stand in the church. It was busy anyway before lockdown. But um, and also, I guess we'd have to be doing more discipleship training and um, you know coming alongside new people coming in, teaching the basics of um, of Christianity and you know helping them on their journey. Coming alongside people, being prepared to um, walk that journey with them invest in their lives as I suppose people invested in our lives when we first became Christians you know so I guess becoming the mums and dads and the grandparents to these people coming in
0: Uh, and I think I, I just want to say from my perspective you know Jack's challenge are we ready you know let's get ready guys because there's nothing else is there Yeah, we don't want to just cruise through the next few years with all of the opportunity and also um, lostness, brokenness. And that's not us judging people who don't know Jesus, but we just know how wonderful the Lord is. Mm -hmm. And we just want to to share him, don't we? And even asking about church, I think the piece I wanted to add, if we were living this out day in, day out, and, and some of us are, many of us are, and it's awesome. But if we're living this out, We can also reach tons of people who will never get near to our church. You know, some of us work in London. Some of us work overseas. You know, some of us, you know, Jack's mate, you know, he's been out getting Italian with, you know, who knows if he lives near us or not. But but actually just that river of God flowing from his holy temple, the church out, you know, to reach the nations going to the ends of the earth you know which just thrills me and excites me um, as as the lord sends us out to be his witnesses here to the ends of the earth um mm-hmm. guys i i think we've probably gone as far as we can today should we should we just pray and um and just pray that the lord would get us ready um and uh, move us out should we just do that yeah great go for it team that might be father god just dropping us a message (laughs) okay get off
3: um yeah father god thank you so much for who you are and yeah what you've done in our lives father thank you so much jesus that you saved us and yeah you freely welcome us into into your love um jesus and yeah, just thank you, Jesus, that Your heart is for everyone on planet Earth, um, and to everyone we come in, into contact with an opportunity, Father. And I just pray um, for all of us listening in, for tuning into this, Father, that we we just be equipped with boldness
1: mm-hmm. and with
3: and we'd understand the authority, truly understand and know deeply in our hearts the authority You've given us and the power that Your Word. Um, and your spirit brings, Jesus. Help mm-hmm. us to when we when we do go out, help us to remember that. Help us to remember that we're you know we're we're citizens of heaven, Jesus. We're we're in a different realm. Um and you're with us wherever we go. Um so yeah, equ- equip us, I pray, Father, with boldness, with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um to preach your good news to this to this broken world, Father. Um you, Father. in yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and Lord, thank you so much that you um, you choose us <laughs> to tell people about you and that we just have this extraordinary opportunity to partner with you um, to bring your love into people's lives, to introduce them to you.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, I just pray, as Jack prayed, that we would be um, full of courage, that you would um, sharpen our antennae to, to your spirit to hear what yeah. you're saying, what you're doing, where your heart is. Um, And Lord, that you would really give us your eyes to see um, people that we come into contact with, that you give us your heart for them and that we would respond with your heart to everyone we meet, uh, that we wouldn't miss any opportunities, Lord. Um, And we just thank you that this is is your heart, that none should perish, that everyone Mm -hmm. should come to know you. Mm -hmm. And I pray that you would... You would fire us up with your passion for your children.
1: Mm.
2: In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Father, that you you love this this area, the people of this village, the villages that we live in, Father. Your heart is for them, Lord, and you just desire for them to know you and to know your love, Father. And we just pray, Father, that you would um, just convict us, Lord, as a church of the need, Lord, for people around us to know you, Lord, that their lostness without you, Father. And, Lord, uh, help us to look upon them as you did with compassion and love and to see their helplessness, Lord, and their harassment and to know that, Lord, even just talking to them can be a moment when we just are a go-between between between you and them we just stand there and we can just be a connecting point for you lord to just open the door and have an opportunity to just meet them in that place father and just show something of your heart and just show them who you are lord and how deeply loved and valued they are by you i just pray father that you would pour out your spirit upon us as a church afresh lord that you would anoint us for evangelism lord because of the lost lord thank you jesus that's why you came to save us God. that you to draw us back into yourself to open up the way back to the father jesus to introduce us back to our heavenly father and we pray lord that we can be your hands and your feet at this time lord that you would um, fire us up with a passion lord for just sharing you, jesus telling our story lord in everyday life and introducing you, Jesus, to those that we meet and chat with. In Jesus' name we pray.
0: Father. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. I just um, almost have this um, image in my mind of of the Father, just almost on the on the edge of his throne, you know, looking at us from heaven, you know, and with the angels and he's saying, Go, church, go, go, church, go. You can do this, mm-hmm. church. I see. What I've called you to do, I've sent you in the name of my son, Jesus. I'm with you to the end of the age. Go, church, go. So, guys, let's do this. Um, Let's love him. Let's love the Lord. Let's love our brothers and sisters in the church. And let's love the lost and Mm -hmm. be the witnesses that God has called us to be here in our communities and to the ends of the earth. Boom. And may God bless us and keep us and cause his face to shine upon us. May he turn the light of his countenance towards us that we might shine with his glory as we hold out the word of truth in this world. And um, amen.
2: <laughs> amen.
0: Amen. <laughs> okay, God bless, guys. See you Tuesday night for the live stream. And um, lots of love, everybody. We miss being together. And let's see what Boris says on Tuesday. Let's hope we can get open soon and uh, change the world for Jesus' sake. Amen.